everyone, and welcome to the Fireside Cast. My name is Travis Kohler, and I'm joined today once again by John Lockard, David. You, I'm back. And it's so nice to have you back, David. Yeah, it really is. I, I did stuff. I have a computer. I still have AT and T internet, so really nothing, nothing feasibly changed. I also feel like your mic quality is pretty terrible right now. That's yeah, what people have told worse. me. They told me that my mic quality has become worse, which is strange. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Oh boy, John, please do the magic. Uh, I'll do my best. Well, it's but, hard if you're recording at like a codec of 10 hertz, you know? Yeah, as my recording professor once told me, you can't polish a turd. Did he actually say that to you? He actually said that. In regards so, to, yeah. Speaking of polishing turds, what factoids are you gonna, gonna try to serve up to us today? Uh, trial by combat, or trial by duels, or wager of battle, whatever you want to call it. I like it. I am actually really excited about this. <laughs> new, made newly popular by uh, Tyrion Lannister? Or Alexander Hamilton, because that musical just came out. Thank you, oh, Lin-Manuel Lin Miranda. You know, it was, it, was, it, was, it was legal. It was illegal, but he did it anyway. That's because Hamilton's a boss. <laughs> there is no legality when it comes to honor. There's no legality when it comes to Alexander Hamilton. Right. So Trial by Combat um, is mostly popular by the Germanic peoples. Uh, so Germany and the French. I know I said Germanic people, but the, but the Franks are Germanic. And uh, the English and the Scandinavians. So Western Europe. It's Western Europe minus, uh, minus Spain. So the rationale for, for Trial by Combat is... Um, if you're right, then God's on your side. If God's on your side, then you must win. Sounds like my parents. John, is there uh -huh. a cat sitting on your desk eating cream out of a spoon? There is, and it's actually ice cream. Hey, ice cream or ice. Hi, Marissa's hand. Oh, yeah, hi, Marissa's hand. David says hi. Hello. <laughs> I'm back again. Are you trying your best to get the cat licking oh, sound on your microphone? <laughs> I think she is, and that's fine by me. Um, but there is also trial by ordeal, which is pretty common all over the world. Which is different. Than Isn't trial that where combat. you just set two lawyers in front of each other? Nah, we've already talked about trial or ordeals on this podcast. Um, an example would be that one priest having to walk through fire to prove that he isn't the heretic. Or commonly, when they through witches during the Salem witch trials if she thinks she's not a witch if she floats she's a witch because <laughs> that made sense but is she a duck this is a reference in Monty Python yes has to be yes yes excellent alright now that I have one less feline distraction on my desk also burning women to see if there are a witch and if they burn and they aren't a witch but then they'd be dead. So what was the point? Then you'd have you'd have one less mouth to feed. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, so so a lot of these happen. Um, so criminals would like have to grab onto hot iron, and if they can hold onto the hot iron, then they're you know clearly blessed by God and in, in the right. Or if, but if they let go of the hot iron, um, they're guilty. Super stupid because 
it's hot metal. Uh, India also does something where uh, they would weigh a man on a giant scale against a bunch of clay. And if you're heavier than clay, then you're okay. If you're not, <laughs> you're guilty. So at least you, you live at the end of this one. And uh, I mean, the fat man definitely can't run away. Yeah, uh, that's and, true. And, and uh, currently in Liberia, uh, they would burn you with a hot machete. And if you can withstand it, you're okay. This is at 24. Why a machete? It's Liberia. You know, home home of the machete. <laughs> Did Liberia invent the machete? It's on their billboard when you drive into Liberia, home of the machete. Well, <laughs> machetes are just useful, right? So in a fun machete fact, in um in Jamaica, they would sell machetes on the roadside because you could use them to chop up uh, breadfruit, which is like a pretty common food down there. Another fun machete fact. The machete order is my favorite way to watch, watch Star Wars. Three, four, or no, four, five, two, three, six. That's the machete order. Huh. Because... You didn't say one in that. Well, yes, that's incredibly why that that's the, the <laughs> key part of the machete. So the true order, the way you're supposed to show someone, if you want to show them all the movies, and they haven't seen a single Star Wars movie, what you do is you do three, four, or, wow, four five then one two three and then six because if you show them the first three then the reveal that uh anakin skywalker is darth vader is luke's father is just ruined so you want that you want that shock factor at the end of five so you do four five first and then you do the prequel so it's like a flashback it develops the anakin and all that fun stuff but one is a horrible movie Mm -hmm. And the only redeeming factor is that Darth Maul light, lightsaber duel at the very end and pod racing. There's no character building in that movie. At any character that's introduced in there is introduced better in two or three or is completely unimportant. It's an entire movie about a trade embargo. <laughs> there is nothing interesting in it. <laughs> and you can do without that three hour abomination of a movie. You can actually do without two. But I guess that kind of gives you a back. That gives you a lot of character building with Anakin. So you kind of have to have that one. And three is actually a decent movie. And you need two to really get into three. So that's why it's four, five, two, three, six. Nice. Nice. Where so, are we? back to trial by... There are trials by combat in Star Wars, so that, that played nicely back into this. So is what there, were you going to say, who, David? Who, who was trialed by, by, by... Who was tried by combat? They were in uh, Space Liberia, and someone had uh, a light machete. I and they just held it against their skin until until uh, until they gave up, passed out, you know. And when they passed uh, out, and if they didn't pass out, they got to be a Jedi. Mm -hmm. So good. Another another political reason, not by like because God would say, um, is that it was a way for governments to take the political power of the hands of the priest, because the same rationale of trial by ordeal to trial by combat is God blesses you that you would survive. Uh, you would not they be birthed by a slice hot off the priest's hands. N no. You said the government was trying to take the hands of the priest. <laughs> take the power out of the hands of the priest. <laughs> you definitely forgot a couple of those words. It's much easier um, to take something out of someone's hands if they don't have the arm muscles. Yeah, to yeah if you them. separate the hands from their bodies. It's because, um, like, okay, so I mentioned if you can, if you, like, are not injured by getting burnt by a hot iron, you're okay, right? Mm hmm. But, but, like, Here's how it would work. You would get burnt, 
And then three days later, priests would check up on you. And if God had, has blessed you, that he would have miraculously healed it, right? But only the priest uh-huh. sees the injury, so he just gets to decide whether you're guilty or not. Another good example is women were never done trials of water where they throw you into the water to see if you would float or not because women have higher body fat percentage. So they would always like they would float more often. So the priests were like, we can't have that. So they would intentionally not send women to trials of water. So the government's thing that they're like, screw it, we'll just do trials of combat. That's the that's the uh, that's the theory that historians have to the popularity of trial by combat during the Middle Ages. Now, was um, there trial by chestnut? Yes, because in Italy, if you if you challenge someone to trial by combat, you get to pick what you fight with. So chestnuts, it's not out of the question. <laughs> Brings a whole new meaning to that term clam jousting. <laughs> <laughs> and back to the priest hands things. That also brings oh. new meaning to laying on hands. Because that'd yes. be really weird if you're like, all right, let me just... Let me just lay on some hands, and then there's just, like, ten hands on your back, and only one of them is attached to a person. They do that little <laughs> trick thing where you put the hands on sticks, <laughs> and they have priest's hands on sticks. <laughs> that way they can have two lay-on hands per day at so low priest, level. So priests uh, would also oftentimes do it to politically, right? <laughs> Exonerate don't people have to deal with that 10 minute forbearance cooldown, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I think that's my paladin joke. All right, podcast, all right. One time, so. one time, one time, King William Rufus of England found King 50 William people. William Rufus? Po- yeah. The mole rat? The mole rat. <laughs> no, no, that's regular Rufus. King William Rufus. Gotcha. William II. Ruled from 1087. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 1100. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so he found 50 people just poaching his deer. And the priest uh, exonerated all of them. As, uh, God says they're, they're on, on guilty. Not guilty. It's because they were on holy ground, you know? He was real mad. He was real mad. And the historians have found that uh, when it's up to priests judging trial by ordeals, uh, they just let people go 63% of the time. So hmm. can't have that. We need more guilty. We need more guilty. Um, so the earliest, the earliest form of trial by combat that we found uh, was during the uh, what you call it, the Scandinavians. They would they would practice something called the homagay, homagay, H O L M G A N G. Somebody, anybody want to help? Homagay, homagay, homagay. Yeah, like Sherlock Holmes, Holm Gang. Yeah, but it's Scandinavian, so it's like. I got a know? guy in my class named Siggy. I'll ask him. All right, cool. Do you actually? Yeah, but he's from Iceland, so he won't know how to pronounce it. All right. Well, no, there are home gangs in Iceland. In fact, they're the old. They're the. Uh, they're the most civil of the of the home gang. I mean, there are home gangs right here in Boston. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> live down the street from some kings. So. So home gang was pretty common because it literally translates to take up to, to go on a walk in a small island. So it, it, it's, it's, it's pretty common. Did they, and did they put that what? on their dating profiles? What? I enjoy home gangs, long walks on short <laughs> beaches. 
I mean, that's that's still a home gang, right? I enjoy home gang and home gang. I enjoy poetry, fencing, and long walks on short beaches. <laughs> Involving like death and blonde eyes. So you can. Uh, I'm also an anime character. You can challenge it. You can challenge anyone, regardless of social status, wealth, or position. You can also do it for someone else. So, like, if you're offended on behalf of John, and John's like, I'm totally okay with this, you can still challenge that dude to a duel, a home gang, because you're offended on his behalf. Even though John's like, no, no, it's totally okay. You can still be like, no, no, shut up, John, you're offended, and then challenge someone. And home gang is walking on an island. It's 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 what the, the Scandinavians call it. It's competitive walking on an island. Gotcha. <laughs> no, no, no. It's a duel. It's literally called walking on an island. Oh. Okay. Um, so it literally translates to that, but it's it's yeah, not. Yeah, yeah. You're you you fight with swords. Sword. Are you sure this isn't and, just one big euphemism? No. Yeah. And these you two fight men, three to seven days. Walking on the beach, started a little sword fight later. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> After um, that, so yeah, we had you, a trial by chestnuts. You can, uh, you can, you can, you can challenge people to basically a duel if you're not offended, but you're offended for someone else. That's perfectly okay. And I'm glad if, that that's not a rule right now. Everyone's so offended always. We have you, so listen. We we'd if, run if, out of islands. Would you not want to see SJW's challenge the like United States Senate a trial by combat? Oh, would, would you boy, love would to I. watch that? It's, a, it's like old, <laughs> old, like overweight men versus like young overweight women. Yeah. Wait, young sorry. Overweight. Young Wait, overweight you, Apache you, attack did you, helicopters. Did you just assume their gender, John? How? <laughs> no, I assumed you? their sex, David. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> I correctly identified them as Apache attack helicopters. So yeah, uh, we do, the reason why America doesn't have Scandinavian dueling laws is because that would happen. <laughs> I don't know. I think the Apache attack helicopter might have a slate advantage in that. <laughs> Not a True. disadvantage because it doesn't have hands. Stop staring at its ballistic missiles, okay? You can't just right. objectify it like that. It's more oh, than but... just missiles, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> Behind those missiles are a beautiful propeller. So if a person, uh, if the person doesn't show up, the person who is challenged does not show up. Mm -hmm. And the other then person defects. The other person defects. That's that's pretty easy, right? But if it's sort of like if, if you protest a speeding ticket and you go to court, if the officer yeah. doesn't show up, you uh, you get a free ride. Yeah, All basically. Right. But if you challenge someone and you don't show up, you're deemed a a holy. I don't know how to pronounce it's nip n i p. But there is a like a solid bar above the i, and the p is extra long. It, oh, that's actually shorthand for nipple. You're useless and vestigial. Alright, so... <laughs> what, that, what that would mean is that you you have no honor and you are the determined out, outlaw and driven from town. And left over from before your gender was decided in the womb? Sure. John already made the nipples on a man joke, so I was sort of just going along with it. If you, if you, did you just spray air at your cat? <laughs> I was going to. She was licking a dish in the sink. 
if you decline an offer, you have no honor. But at least you're not an outlaw, so that's pretty good. That's true. Before each challenge, everybody has to uh, agree on the. They have to agree on the place, and uh, the challenger has to recite the traditional rule, like all of it, before the duel. Can you do it right now, David? No, because it, because. Okay. 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 He doesn't want to start it. Do the, do the translated speaks, version. Don't read it okay. in Nordic. Okay. <laughs> if someone speaks insults to another man, you are not the like of man and not a man in your chest. I am a man like you. <laughs> they shall meet where three roads meet. If he who has spoken comes and not the insulted one, then he shall be called no right to swear oaths, no right to bear witness, may it concern man or woman. If the insulted one comes and he who has spoken then he shall cry Neoguri three times and make a mark on the ground, and he is worse who spoke that he dared not keep. This is making no sense. Now, if, now if both meet fully armed, if the insulted one falls, the compensation is half a weir gill. Someone asked me how many pounds that is later. If he who has spoken falls, insults are the worst, the tongue, the head's vain, and he shall lie in a field of no compensation. There you go. Those are the official rules. If you want to start an esports league off this, that's that's it. Esports duels. <laughs> I like it. 1v1. 1v1. That's no parts old. 1v1 me Russ and then just start reading that off. <laughs> <laughs> 1v1. Fox only. No items. Final destination. Yeah, man. Is that how you settle trial by combat? <laughs> so, so in uh, in different in different countries, the rules are slightly different. So in Iceland, what actually? In Iceland, what actually? How much was a wear guild? At what what time period is this? Uh, one thousand. One thousand. So, so one thousand to thirteen hundred. A wear guild was equal to a full guild, but only during a full moon. True. I actually know what a wear guild is. There's which no way. Makes me happy. It's called a man's price. Hey. Yes, it's a man's price. Where is middle middle English for man and guild is gold. So it means man gold. Yeah, and that's where werewolf much, comes much, from, which means man gold. How, how much? How much is one? It's the it what is it? The price of someone's property plus however much they would be worth in the future is paid to their next of kin. Uh yes. Only in Scandinavian law. English law is two hundred shillings. No, I didn't Unless know that. you're a noblewoman, then you're twelve hundred shillings. Damn. How much are shillings and pounds? That is, we can actually do that one. One, nope, it's giving me the Kenyan shilling, which is unhelpful. <laughs> can you believe it? <laughs> Who's still using shilling? Apparently the Kenyans. <laughs> Come on, Kenya. They can't outrun their British oppression. Oh man, we covered that in the, the Livingston episode, didn't we? <laughs> we really did. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give up on this. <laughs> uh, anyway, so in Iceland, because they don't want you to just take all of a dude's money if you're really good at fighting, they determine that the first blood wins. So if you draw blood, you win. You don't have to kill the other guy. And the most money you can receive is three marks of silver. So what you're saying is Yankos would be getting three marks of silver constantly? Yes. This is in response to uh, the Norwegian rule. Which is, you kill the guy and you take everything he owns. I mean, Jankos is Norwegian. Jankos is Icelandic. Is he not? Jankos is not Icelandic. 
Oh. Well. Let's then. let's look this up real quick. Wait, no, Yankos is Polish, dude. Yeah. Oh, well, shit. You're not a Scandinavian country. Remember that the Swedish said that you have to fight with on uh, crossroads, right? Uh, the Icelandic, the Icelanders took a different approach, and they said you fight on an ox hide that's three meters long. There's like a nice joust, like a like a dueling line thingy. That's much more you. hardcore. It's three meters isn't that long, right? Because that's like two of me. So you can't back out. You you can't like take a step back because you would be out of bounds. And uh, they would also sacrifice a bull before each one. And they'll let you use shields. But the Icelandics people were like, the Islan Icelanders? Icelandic people? They're a little more humane. Mm. Okay. Not more humane. Is that, is that when they, um, I forget which group of people, but you would have shield bearers and half of them would be from the other person's tribe and half of them would be from your tribe. And they stand up in a circle and they hold their shields up. And then two people fight in the middle of it. And if you get towards the end, the people with the shield shove you back towards the center of the circle. That, that, that sounds like a movie. I mean, that <laughs> happened in one culture. I just forget which. When did the knife edge duel start? <laughs> I don't know. So if someone knows that, just tweet it at me. Yeah, mm, I'm interested. Right. And uh, the earliest, the earliest recorded duel in Germanic law is in uh, 712 which had two families disputing a land and they would each take a piece handful of land and claim it as their own and then they would then touch sword touch the, the touch swords and then touch the the dirt with their swords and fight each other and the loser forfeits the land and pays a fine so one is for land and one is by slight uh and three if by sea <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Throwing them Paul Revere references out like it's nothing. Like it's 1776. So now we move over. We, we, we move 100 years. We're in the Holy Roman Empire. Right? And uh, they, were, they were like, we're trying to reinstall Roman law or culture now. We're the Holy Roman Empire. And... Uh, even though they were trying to ban it, they, they still they still allowed trial by combat. <laughs> it's it's too it's too popular. It's too popular for the Romans to get rid of. Or the holy Roman. And uh, their rules are you can only have a sword and a shield, and you can only wear linen or leather. Your hands and your head and feet must be bare and your hands can only wear light gloves. Hmm. So uh, yeah. Don't do that. Don't because you don't even get you don't even get protected here, which, which I guess makes sense because everyone has to be equal. Like if you're a poor, you challenge the knight, he can't just show up in body armor, be like, "I'm ready to fight, man." Plus the uh, low low armor will give you a smaller uh, spell failure chance. Mm -hmm. They're a lot more stylish than the Scandinavians too. Yeah, but if you have a high enough dex. Oh yeah, that's true. Probably what they were running into, but the shield's really gonna, really gonna hurt you on that one. Yeah, and if, if you, you can't really have a high dex build with a shield, if with a high dex build, you kind of want to dual wield. Mm -hmm. You can't, but you can dual wield shields for the ultimate. <laughs> dual wield tower shields. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever played Dark Souls and dual no. wielded shields? Because that is fun. 
<laughs> you just walk around and shield block and then push people off the edge. Because <laughs> all you can do with the shield is just like lunge forward with it. So if you were a ranger in D&D, &D, right? Uh -huh. And you start with dual wielding, and you dual class into ranger again. Can you dual wield your dual wield or quad wield? No, because dual wield, it, it explicitly says you can only have one instance of it. Sort of like you can't be a monk and then dual class into barbarian and get both resistances. You can only use which you can only use one. Mm. So, the person who accuses has to show up early under Holy Roman Empire law, and if the uh, person that Accused does not show up after being summoned three times. The accuser can cut against the wind twice, stab the wind twice, and then declare himself the wind. There are a lot more styles. So, but what I would do, right, is I would show up way early, and then I would just say that man's name really quick three times, and then uh -huh. and then leave. Be like, well, he didn't show up, so I so I win. There you go. Show up a day early. <laughs> <laughs> we agreed at 12 o'clock that he'd be here. Stab, stab. Fine, I win. Over. It's high noon. I was waiting for someone to McCree me. Oh, high noon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, high noon. How's your sex life? <laughs> that's, uh, that, that's my favorite line from that entire movie. Oh, hi, hi, oh, hi Mark. How's your sex life? <laughs> So 300 years later, or sorry, yeah, 100 years later after this instance, the Holy Roman Empire just banded out, right? Because mm -hmm. they decided um, there are too many innocent people that are just really bad at fighting. So we're banning it. Uh, but people just kept doing it because it was just so popular. It continued all the way to the 15th century, so for another two, um, another 100 years. See, so you can't another just 200 teach years. abstinence. You have to teach safe dueling, all right? Exactly. I'm, I'm glad you. Only I'm, teaching I'm gl this doesn't work. I'm, I'm glad you got to got to uh, safe safe dueling. So over the next 200 years, because trial by combat was so popular, the German schools of fencing arrived to teach people how to defend themselves so they can be just. See, whether you like it or not, people are gonna try and fight you anyway. So you might as well be safe. See, it's a thing teenagers do. It's it's just a part of growing up. The hormones are raging. They're just gonna fight, you know. Mm -hmm. Actually, and, and if you the can't, you're not going to be able to stop them from fighting. So the best thing you can do as a parent is just talk to them early about fighting. Talk to them often. You know, it's going to be an awkward conversation, but you're just going to have to sit them down and talk to them about it. I mean, practice some of fighting. Them, you know, some of them just might want to join the army when they're just <laughs> that young. So, so some of them, it might work out, you know, but the best you can do is just support their decisions. Let them let them live their life and. You know, join the Holy Roman Empire. <laughs> and some of them might, some of them might want to fight boys. Some of them might want to fight girls. You know, it's it's just you got you gotta accept them for who they are. You know, you have to you have to respect their right to fight anyone that they like. Yeah, it's a free country. <laughs> Whether they have a sword or a shield, it doesn't matter. <laughs> fighting is fighting. <laughs> Rogues do it from behind, John. Right. Uh... Monks use their fists. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, it came up with a lot of styles, like the Swabian style, Franconian style, whatever. So 
they were teaching kids how to practice safe toy. Mm. And <laughs> do, do they give them sheaths for their shield or sheaths for their swords to try to dull it a little bit <laughs> to make it less deadly? <laughs> uh, to prevent out unwanted outcomes from, from the sword fighting? To, pre to prevent rust on their swords. <laughs> <laughs> We're riding wow. this innuendo all the way to the Roman Empire, David. <laughs> you said Holy Roman, and oh, I man, did. It was gone like from four there. times. The Catholic so, Church has been riding this euphemism for way longer than we have. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, we're we're riding away now, so we're moving on. We're moving on. So, uh, there, there. Even though it was banned. Uh, people can still challenge. And the difference uh, is there are seven offenses that you, at, that without witnesses would allow One you to do. One for each deadly sin? Uh, yeah, murder, treason, heresy, desertion, perjury, and rape. One of these is not Those like Persians. Perjury is just Perjury is just lying, dude. So this is like less. You said you said perjury really weirdly. Perjury. Like, it's so perjury. weird that it sounded like Persianry. So, you know, I just rolled this with during, it. This is during crusading times, right? Persianry. So, so there were a lot of perjuring Persians, right? Actually, you know, SJWs would actually love this because you can fight someone on rape. So instead of like having a nice trial, you just fight them until they die. Although I feel like they wouldn't like that because they they would die. Especially if the rapist was an actual rapist. Uh, but a la, a la, uh, a la, you know, Tyrion Lannister, you can just get somebody else to fight. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, but then he gets all upset and stands on a soapbox for a while and then gets his eyes gouged out. Tyrion Lannister? That did not happen. <laughs> no, but it did to Oberyn. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, mercenaries are a dime a dozen. Thank goodness. Where do you where do you prefer to get yours from? I I usually go for like a a bundle, um, a, a larger bundle if I if I have the cash. <laughs> One might uh, say a humble bundle. <laughs> a humble bundle of mercenaries. I actually go to Brigands R Us. They have excellent meals. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I think they just put one in down the, down the street here. I just go uh, I just go for M M uh, MFM on Craigslist. Yeah, but do you and, do you uh, do you have zero percent APR for forty eight months on your new no. mercenary? What, what I about do insurance? Not. Do you have do you have dents and dings insurance? You know if that dude just <laughs> chips his ear a little bit, you're sure. You know no, I haven't but... had I haven't had much of a need to get <laughs> to get that many mercenaries recently. You know, so the mercenary game might have shifted a little since I last bought a whole bunch. So thanks well, to the, the uh, cautionary tale in our second episode, I do have pirate insurance. So in England, so in England, um, you can challenge basically for anything, including murder. So if you challenge someone and kill them, you can then trial by combat again to defend your trial by combat the first time you just killed again. What if there's an archaic loophole where you can still trial by combat? Right now? Oh, speaking right of now. which, there, there, there was actually a request. There was a requ request in 2015 in America for trial by Please tell me it was honored. 
<laughs> no, it was it was denied. We need it to protest denied. that. You know what would have you know that judge, the the, the judge that Rick and Morty, uh, <laughs> that judge would have let that guy have yeah. a combat. What do you think and, this uh, is in, Australia? And in two thousand and two, uh, the the British DMV fined a dude because twenty five pounds because he forgot to go to the DMV and say, oh, I'm, I'm removing my motor, like I'm delisting my motorcycle from like usage, right? And uh, he forgot to do that and he was fined 25 pounds and he refused to pay and wanted to fight the DMV through trial by combat. Actually, if this is the DMV, it would be like 25 foot pounds because we're talking about torque. <laughs> Which isn't very much, but then again, they're British cars, so. Yeah, so if you uh if you want to look at the trial by combat, it'll be pounds uh, foot. Here, let me no, let they, me link you guys. Up, what is it? They use foot pounds for something. It doesn't make any sense, but they use foot pounds. Okay, guys, guys. Foot your let pound. me. Guys, here is here's the article to the 2015 trial by combat. It's a unit of energy equal to the amount required to raise one pound a distance of one foot. <laughs> foot pounds of what? <laughs> Uh, you guys just make this joke by yourselves now. That's not. That's not. <laughs> not. I took I took it in a different direction. We steered it back to where it should be, but you know. Okay. Anyway, anyway, the, the last recorded incident of trial by combat in England was in 1446, because uh, a servant accused his master of treason, and uh, fed his he fed his master a ton of wine before the battle and then killed him because he used his brain. In Scotland and Ireland, the practice continued until the 16th century. Now, you're allowed, unlike unlike Scandinavia, you are allowed to decline if you are older than 60 years old, a woman, or a minor. Or if you're blind or crippled, you can you can, you can can decline. How much coal was there in Ireland? There's not that much coal. No, if there's there a lot of coal, then there are a lot of people who could deny the trial by combat on the technicality that they were minors. You also can't you can, you also can't ask for a trial by combat if there, if someone just like saw you do something illegal. <laughs> <laughs> you what, mate? I will fight you. It's like you can't. You having a giggle there, mate? <laughs> Going for a bit of a giggle. I'll bash your head in. And, uh, I swear on my mom. <laughs> <laughs> and in England, you can't uh, you can't challenge someone by a trial by combat unless it's approved by the judge. Um, although the nobles don't have to, they don't have to ask. I'll just punch you right in the gabba. And here's how they work. They would fight in a 60 feet square. Um, and before they fight, they would each take an oath against the use of witchcraft and sorcery. Ah, uh, so they don't get that bonus from having light armor. <laughs> and they took Warcaster just for this. <laughs> If you uh if you're defeated in a duel in medieval England, you are hanged on the spot. But if you defeat even if your you're opponent, eviscerated, yeah, dude. Like <laughs> they will hang your lifeless corpse. <laughs> and no, no, Just if you're still totally sure. No, no, if you lose and are still alive. Oh okay. Hang. Oh okay. Yeah, if you lose and you're dead, then you're dead. If you win, or the other, there's two win conditions. One is you defeat your opponent. The other is if you're able to survive from sunrise to sunset, then you would be set free. So that's the blob approach. 
It's like the date yes. approach, just turtle. Yes. I, I'm gonna dual wheel. That's where the two just, shields like, comes into play. Sit in the corner, <laughs> just wait, bring some snacks and like some water, and just wait till the guy loses from dehydration from hitting me for like twelve hours. There you go. Yeah. For okay, and the third outcome is that you can you can give up and say I am vanquished. And uh, then you're you're declared infamous and deprived of all privileges. And then you get hanged. No, no. Then you're, you you get to be free. You're just like a slave. Actually, it goes straight to your thighs. <laughs> there's a lot. There's yeah. There's a lot in common between southern food and, uh, you know, mortal duels. They'll you can do it once. Doing it more than once uh, will probably kill you. Eating southern food more than once will probably kill you? <laughs> yeah, probably. Have you tried? Your arteries just get clogged and you immediately die. How, how long are we going to shit on Alabama? <laughs> Come on, David. <laughs> there are other southern states, man. <laughs> uh, my geography is pretty rusty. Let's see. There's New York, Pennsylvania, Massachusetts, Maryland... What about the South? Um, Alabama? Alabama. California's uh, South of here. <laughs> because uh, uh, because of all of this tribe by combat, lawyers... Because became, of all the wonderful things he does? Yeah. Well, lawyers sure showing up as an actual like profession because uh, they would be the people that are trying to talk the judge to, to unapprove the duel. Because remember I said all duels have to be approved by the judge, right? But you can hire someone to convince the judge that you don't. That's where lawyers showed up and became really popular. Because people didn't want to die. Well, people didn't have such a propensity for life. That's true. Well, you, you can, of course, other than hire a lawyer, hire someone else to fight for you. Also known as a squire. <laughs> and, uh, I thought squires can... were assistants. They are. Wouldn't it be a champion? In duels, in duels. Oh, I thought sorry. it'd be called Squires? a champion. I, but not. Well, they would try to resolve the dispute ahead of time, but if it doesn't, then they, they roll. They roll for initiative? They, they roll the, the bones to see what buffs they get for the fight. <laughs> <clears throat> okay. I thought you said Arcane wasn't a... Wasn't appreciated. I mean, that's yeah, just luck, true. right? Lady Luck smiles upon you. And uh, England is a lot less fair. Knights, uh, knights get whatever weapon they get. Commoners get cudgels, staves, hammers, and um, sharp tips. And are only allowed to wear leather shields and arm leather armor. And their undercoat has to be made from silk. So what you're saying? Hmm is that whatever profession you choose at the start greatly affects the outcome of the duel. Yes. Also, uh, your sword mastery. How much you use a sword also matters. Well, you know what they say, if you don't use it, you lose it. It, it kind of sucks because the judge ultimately gets to decide whether the trial is possible or not. There's been recorded cases of somebody winning their trial five times in a row or hanged anyway, because the judge was like, I'm not convinced. God hasn't convinced me yet. Fight again. <laughs> so yeah, uh, the last trial by monarch under legal trial by combat, our under eight English monarch was under Elizabeth I. 
because, because they wanted to uh, see if of uh, the Irish Privy Council, who gets to be on the Irish Privy. So who, who, gets, who gets the seat in government? Um, which is pretty cool if you consider like if if I can accuse a person in the Senate for treason of fight him for a seat seat in the Senate, that would be, be pretty okay. Um, but that was the last one that was allowed. In the modern era, of course, um, we have the famous one by uh, by Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton versus uh, Burr, Aaron Burr. What about the one that Indiana Jones did? That one didn't happen in real life. I don't know. He pretty much just shot that guy on the spot. It was dishonorable, but he still won. What is it with Harrison Ford shooting first? He's a badass. You know, Travis, some people don't like to talk about that sort of thing. It's it's a problem that some men have, and you just have to just see maybe see a counselor. You have to have an understanding partner. <laughs> <laughs> sexual in you <laughs> so because that's the title the final the fi- I, we'll go in france in, france, in your end <laughs> in, in france they're a little civil in the last the last recorded case of a duel authorized by the king was in 1386 where one man accused another man of raping his wife and uh the day after christmas they met in an abbey where the accuser stabbed the accused in the throat and was awarded a position in the royal household and financial gifts by the king of France. So it was really like an interesting way of doing gladiatorial combat because uh, this was so documented uh, that it appears in several encyclopedias and was watched by the entire royal court. And thousands of normal Parisians just lined up to watch this. Yeah. Hmm. So... In in France, it was it was more of a spectacle than it was like a duel of honor, and in Italy, it's it's very similar where you where people would accuse each other most often of um, things involving love or adultery. So, in Rome, would they battle in the Colosseum even after Colosseum times? Because that would be so dope. That would be. You should challenge a duel in Italy. Challenge someone to a duel in Italy, and. Uh, See how well you do. I might like on my deathbed, if I'm over 60, <laughs> I'll be exempt from all uh, legal repercussions from it. But you know how it do. I'll just show up there and challenge someone to a sword fight in the Coliseum. <laughs> so so France has a really That's notable I'm going out because uh, they have the most famous woman duelist in history known as Jolie de Albany or uh, Mademoiselle Montpont. She was a 17th century swordsman and opera singer. So she was multi-talented. And uh, she was born as a nobili- as nobility, and that's why she was able to learn how to sing, how to read, how to dance, and of course, how to sword fight. And one time, she was, uh, during a fancy Paris opera ball, she kissed a woman in the middle of the ball. I was immediately challenged by three men. Because you can't do that. It's Miss Steel Yo Girl. <laughs> Miss Steel Yo Girl, yeah. 
But I mean, she, she's she. You said she was a, a a lord or lady, right? You said she was noble. She was yeah. She was the daughter of a count. That's unfair, because then they get she gets Aether as well as rightful king, <laughs> as as the the class passives. So one, she'll attack first, attack twice, and she got a ten percent extra chance to proc it. <laughs> and she's uh, obviously, she's obviously gonna win that duel. Uh, she 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 killed all three, and she had to flee to Belgium because the king had out. If you remember, the king had outlawed dueling in thirteen eighty nine. So, uh, but she's been plagued with killing a bunch of people. So, right after she got married, um, did you just say she was plagued with killing a bunch of people? Yeah, like how is she that goes, a plague? She it's a, it's the fact that where every single time she moves to a new town, she pisses off somebody, and they challenge her to a duel, and it turns out she just kills them. And now it's like, well, dueling's illegal, so I have to run to a new town and hide it. Over and this happens over and over again. So she's like Oppenheimer. She am become death. Yeah, basically. Why uh, is it so she like the poster child for feminism. She, because she should be because she's she's awesome. So when she was fourteen years old, she, she got into it. She sounds like a total badass. <laughs> You're right, and she has the added plus of of murdering men wherever she goes. So that's like that'll get the rest of the SJW crew on board. So when she was when she was fourteen. She got into an affair with a fencing master named Serenus. And uh, Serenus was trying was under arrest because he killed a man in a duel, and the police were looking after them. So they fled uh, and made their living by giving fencing ex uh, ex exhibitions. How is this not a movie? And right. uh, she would she would dress as a male to basically hide her gender because it's not it is not a thing for women to be fencing. And uh, once she got to Marseille, she became an operative. Eventually, she got bored of the fencing master and got involved with a young woman. And um, the young woman was the 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 the, uh, the woman's parents. First, she challenged. She fought the freedom, and she won. So that's whatever. But her parents put away the little girl into a con uh, convent, and uh, our friend Julie decided to dress up as a as a <laughs> as a nun and also just join the convent. And in order to run away, uh, she killed a nun, stole her body, placed it under the bed of the girl, and then lit the room on fire to, to uh, cover their escape. <laughs> I totally did something like that in a Hitman game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's like the second level in Hitman Absolution. Um, but their affair only lasted three, three months because the young lady was like, I'm homesick. So they, they returned the young lady... To her family and she was then charged with kidnapping body snatching arson and failing to appear in front of the tribunal and the sentence was death by fire uh but she escaped by fighting off a bunch of police and um developed alcoholism <laughs> as a way to cope with being chased um so she fled to villa purdue which is known for their excellent french basketball and uh, while still wearing men's clothing, she in she insulted a young nobleman, and he challenged her to a duel. And uh, she decided not to kill him, but just drove her sword through his shoulder. The next day, she was like, how are you doing? And found out that he was actually really high nobility. And uh, so she snuck into his room, and they became lovers, and later lifelong friends. <laughs> so she's badass. 
she like destroyed <laughs> this dude and then asked if he was okay and i was like you're pretty cool let's Can you type her that. first and last name into the facebook chat because yeah she's my new idol yeah this is the like she is the greatest human being she she just does whatever she wants because she can and in the most amazing way possible. Oh, God. Um, Man. yes, so... Is there enough to do an entire episode on her? Because maybe we should do that next. Somebody probably did a, wrote a book on her. I'd have to find it. But yeah, I would be. I would totally do a, do a thing. Do a, like an episode on her. She's cool. Mm -hmm. She is. And yeah, She's so... Nice. So, case in point, I'm not going to go through all of it. But uh, she, she would dress up as a man by day, piss people off, beat them, and then by night, be a beautiful officer. And the, and the last recorded duel was that she fought her landlord and just killed her. She <laughs> killed her landlady. Sorry, she killed her landlord. And uh, yeah, and escaped to Provence, where she retired from opera and uh, died in a convent at the age of 33. So she actually wasn't that old. She just lived a real cool life. She died at 33? Yeah. So she was doing all this stuff when she was like our age? Yeah, because I told you, she, she escaped with her fencing instructor at the age of 14. Holy shit, she had killed like five people by the age of 14? No, no, 33, 33. <laughs> she was, she was, she escaped with her fencing instructor at 14. Oh, but you said she had killed someone before she no. got her fencing instructor. No, no, no. They killed someone afterwards. Oh. Oh. Still. Big death. <laughs> Big death all around. We'll do it. We will. We will do. We will. Checklist. Of things of people you got to kill before you're 33. <laughs> Something like A num that. Number of people I need to kill before I hit the age of 33. I had some jokes, but I'm just gonna let them pass. <laughs> Fair. We've had we've had enough of those. This, yeah. This episode. It, yep. And uh, in France, in France, even though it was illegal, uh, it was it was it then became. Notice how all the people I've talked about have been nobility, because uh, in France, it's like owning an iPhone. Like the ability that you can do is like owning an iPhone. So like some you just challenge people because you can, because plebs can't. Um, well, at this point, plebs own iPhones. That's yeah, fair. That's, true. that's really how like dueling became in England, though. You know, like people people used to not be able to challenge people to duels, and now everyone can. Well, in France, you it's still like the extra gold iPhone. You can't only special people can do it. So, a really good example is that six thousand Frenchmen died in a span of eleven years <laughs> because they wanted to challenge people to duels. And oftentimes spectators would sit directly behind the duelists as a, as a way of showing. As like, it's safe. I want to see this show. <laughs> that was a very interesting thing that you just said. All those words put together in a sentence in a coherent structure that we could understand. It was wonderful. I think your I think the audience also appreciates the fact that. In you my just okay, gave them so what I was trying to think of is like <laughs> in my mind when you're trying to, like, when you're trying to. Uh, watch a hockey game it would be a really cool place to sit inside the net behind the goalie mm -hmm. yeah 
So in a similar vein, when French people duel, a lot of people like to sit directly behind the people. Because uh-huh. to them, it was more like a spectator sport. People would just duel for, like, no reason. But wouldn't they get, so, like, splattered with blood and stuff? That's the excitement. What? That's where the splash zone comes in. Why is that a... That's where this comes from. <laughs> they actually just slice the necks of the whales open as they come flying. <laughs> the... <laughs> The entertainment was refined a bit recently. <laughs> and people and these these duels would be publicized in newspapers. Like Friday night. Friday night lights duels between these two dudes. And they would also do it as a way of repaying debt. If you owe money to a nobleman, you can just challenge him to a fight and then if you win you don't have to pay him money anymore. Yes, Travis? I, I agree. I, I, John John pretty much nailed it on the head with that one one sentiment. I'm pretty sure. Great, great did, fact. Did I, at- told did, us. I AT&T'd so hard, didn't I? You've been AT&T'ing for a while, and John and I are just over here nodding at each other, laughing. Our audience will be none the wiser, don't worry. I can, I can see it, like, Travis nodding, and it's ridiculous, because he's just <laughs> nodding, and I'm like, I'm at and <laughs> Like, John... John and I are just like <laughs> trying to tell whether or not you're actually here or not. We're <laughs> giving very nonverbal cues so the audience will never know. Excellent. Excellent. So yeah, that's the history of dueling. Start it started as a way for, for uh clergy to control things, ended as a popularized by a way for clergy to not control things. And then people exclusivized it because only nobles can do it. And because it was fashionable. And then uh, people decided to ban it because uh, dying is bad. It was also a really cool way of uh, get rid of, getting rid of your economic obligations. Because you can just challenge them to fight for you. That's actually a pretty big reason why it was popular in the in post-Renaissance era. I feel, like, I feel like if we brought that back, a lot of things would be a lot of things would be solved in America. We brought back. I, no, because like, things would still have lost inherent. It's like, you, yeah, but like. Okay, you go buy a new car, and you're like, instead of paying for this car, I'll just fight you. Mm-hmm. Then they would lose so much money if they just kept losing. So so you could say that David and I are having an intellectual duel right now between our viewpoints. But since David's not showing up, thanks to AT&T, I win. I just, I heard every other word. So, um, I heard Travis take his... Words. I, yeah, you are. It's, I can only hear every other word. Travis, take us, take, bring us, bring us back, take us home. End the show. End the show before it gets too We're bad. ending the show. Ooh. Wow, that was a, that was an abrupt end. The internet. We can't stop. The internet is getting bad, dude. David can't. Uh, David, I think you need to bring in that uh, Julie de to be uh, your champion against AT and T to win your duel against it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She'll be your savior and eventually bring Anthony, Thomas, and Taylor, which is actually what AT&T stands for, down. <laughs> um, so, you know, I, I guess it, it is about that time. The fire is dying down. Thank you all for, for listening, joining us, telling a friend, uh, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, posting about us incessantly on Facebook, Twitter, and wherever else you want to tell people about us. If you'd like to tweet at us directly, you can use the at 
Fireside Cast on Twitter, and I'm at Travis J. Kohler. I'm at J. Lockard, I-I-I. And uh, if you want to email us, you can email us. Uh, we're thefiresidecast at gmail.com. I don't have a Twitter. And, uh, yeah. What, what, what else? What else we got to say? Anything important? No. Not really. David will be moving, and we're done with exploding computers and everything, so um, he'll probably get good internet and be out of the AT&T AT&T monopoly wherever he is and uh, we'll hopefully go back to our every Thursday instead of our which this is we're recording this Wednesday night and you know what I will be able to say that I remember the 21st night of September as will I what is on the 21st night of September earth wind and fire do you remember the 21st night of September. And this is where John's going to, this will be the outro and John's going to start playing a, a, a like bastardized version of Earth, Wind and Fire right here as we say, I've been Travis. <laughs> I've been I don't, John. I don't know this song. I'm still David. Hey, we're ending on that. <laughs>